Hey, Dan Jacobs here from 104.3 The Fan. You're listening to the absolutely best breakfast sports wrestling podcast in the entire world. Keep it locked in to the E's and B's podcast. Good morning, all you wrestling and sports fans. This. Is the E's and B's, the bacon and eggs of Pro Wrestling Sports Podcast. And I'm your host, Eddie B. into the E's and B's. Boy, oh boy, thanks for joining us. I hope you're hungry as we got a full menu today. We're bringing back a couple old items. So stay tuned, crack them eggs, and let's get to the sunny side. Ugh. 
Mickey Hernandez bringing home Danny Santana with a winning run. Red Sox walk it off 6-5. to five. The Red Sox ultimately get one in the bottom of the ninth, and they take this series three games to one. They're headed to the American... You heard it right there. Round one of the MLB playoff in the books. We're now focusing on the divisional championship games. Obviously at stake right now as we speak. But let's talk about how we got there. That's right. Boston getting a 3-1 to series win over the Tampa Bay Rays. My pick, obviously, this year to be in the World Series. And in my eyes, an upset. But I got to say, I did speak a little bit about it last week as the, the Red Sox coming in hot. Obviously, knocking off their arch-rival, arch the Yankees. In the play-in game, I just wasn't sure if the gas tank was still full, but it seems to be they're on a roll and now setting themselves up for a chance to go play in this year's World Series. In the other AL Series, it was the Houston Astros knocking off the Chicago White Sox three games to one. And, you know, the, the Astros on fire, Atuve looking good, the bullpen looking solid. Boston and Houston once again Matching up in the AL Divisional Championship. I cannot wait to see how this series unrivals as it goes down starting this weekend, folks. Who do you got in the AL? I'll tell you what, now that our pick, the Rays, are out, I'm going to have to roll with the Astros. I think they got that chip, like I said last week, still on their shoulder. So we'll keep our eyes on that AL series. Over in the NL, the Atlanta Braves knock off the Milwaukee Brewers three games to one. And maybe now might be the whole entire sleeper team in this whole thing, folks. As the Braves looked really, really good there in the last series. Now, obviously awaiting last night's winner between the Giants and the Dodgers. As uh, that was the only series out of the four going all five games. What a series that was. I cannot wait to see how these NL and AL divisional championship games or excuse me, that was the only uh, series that went to a Game 5 in MLB history for the fifth time. So a little bit of history there being born between, of course, the Giants and the Dodgers. But like I said, I cannot wait to see how these AL and NL things shake out going forward. We'll have all, of course, the MLB postseason updates right here on the E's and B's podcast next week. Make sure you pass the gravy. Spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a family member, tell someone about the best Breakfast Wrestling and Sports podcast on your Fridays. Let's keep things going here on the sunny side up and switch from the diamond over to the football field. That's right, last week we talked all the exciting NCAA college football matchups as we had on store. And man, oh man, they did not disappoint. That's right. Uh, Starting off with Nebraska giving Michigan... All they could handle, unfortunately, for the Huskers, M- Michigan getting the win in the end. But no one saw that one coming. Um, you know, M- Nebraska stepping up to the plate there against the ranked Wolverines and putting on a good show. Over in the Red River, over in the Red River rivalry, the one we really talked about last week. Well, the uh, the uh, the Longhorn streak, yeah, it stays. As uh, my friend Josh, I'm sure he's still. Drowning in his sorrows over that loss last week. But they started out hot. They had a 28-7 lead in the first quarter, folks. And uh, Josh, my pal, texted me and I told him there's still too much time on the clock for him to get excited. And of course, unfortunately for him, that was to uh, reign true. Because the Sooners bounced back, making this an amazing game. And unfortunate for the Longhorn fans out there, coming back. And getting an awesome upset victory over the Longhorns with a 54-48 to win there at the Cotton Bowl. Man, oh man, I'm so sorry for my buddy Josh, like I said. But it was an amazing game to watch. Uh, I cannot wait to see what's in store for them next year in that big rivalry. As we'll keep you updated right here on the E's and B's. Another big game we kept our eyes on here at the E's and B's last week was the number three and number four ranked teams. That's right, Iowa taking on Penn State. And man, it came down to the last seconds in that game as well. A nail-biter for the Penn State Nittly Lions. And unfortunately for them, they could not 
pull off the last-minute drive to win the game or tie the game, and they lose to the Iowa Hawkeyes 23-20. Man, oh, man, every year. I talked about it last week. I'll talk about it this week. Those two teams do not disappoint as well. They play each other tight. It does not matter what they are ranked. It's a great, great game to watch, and I cannot wait to see next year for them two teams. Lastly, the big game everyone's talking about. That's right. The upset city game of the week. That's right. Texas A&M knocking off number one Alabama. And I'm going to do it for everyone across the nation. That's right. Congratulations to Texas A&M doing what everybody in college football wants to do year in, year out. And that's knocking off the number one ranked Alabama. Man, oh man, nobody saw that one coming. You know, that was more of the sleeper game of the week. Everybody was more talking about the Texas-Oklahoma game and the Iowa-Penn State, but it snuck right up on us, and it happened. So, once again, congratulations to them. We're going to keep our eyes on all college football moving forward. As we know, we're getting closer and closer to playoff season. We'll have to wait and see who the top six will be in and who will be out. Stay tuned to us right here on the E's and B's. Keeping it on the football field. Let's move right on over to the NFL. Well, as we all know, the big news there in NFL is in Raider world. And it's unfortunate. It's sad, disturbing news as John Gruden, as this past week, stepped down, leaving the coaching job there in Las Vegas. As the uh, news came out, raveling all week long, still, I think it's coming out, uh, the emails, the, the disturbing emails there of John Gruden, we're not going to dive into that here on the E's and B's because we're a positive podcast. Uh, it's just unfortunate for all you Raider fans out there. Uh, as we know, it's Raider week right here in Colorado. And, it, you know, it wouldn't be right if something crazy wouldn't happen. And unfortunately, this is the what we're talking about. Of course, all the trash talk coming out this week. You know, we're going to hear a lot more about instance uh, of this kind. In my opinion, I think there's going to be a lot more people coming out in the future. As we all know, when something like this happens, it always unravels another way or another thing. Um, we just here on the E's and B's want everybody to know that we ha- we have uh, or that we believe in none of that. We will have none of that, and we also support anyone out there that needs help. And of course, if you go to easeandbees.org, there is a hotline number on our webpage for anyone in need. Please don't hesitate to go check that out. If you are having any questions of yourself or have any issues, go to that hotline page there and get yourself some help. Like I said, we do not put up with that here on the E's and B's, so therefore we're not going to talk any more about that. Let's move on to what happened last week, week five there in the NFL, as the uh, Rams got the win over the Seahawks 26-17, the Falcons over the Jets 27-20, Vikings over the Lions 19-17, Saints over Washington, 33-22. The Cheaters got lucky over the Texans, 25-22. The Bucks over the Dolphins, 25-17. The Packers over the Bengals, 25-22. The Steelers over the Broncos, 27-19. The Eagles over the Panthers, 21-18. The Titans over the Jags, 37-19. The Chargers over the Browns, 47-42. The Bears over the Raiders, 29. The Cards over the 49ers, 17-10. The Cowboys over the Giants, 44-20. The Bills over the Chiefs, 38-20. And on Monday night, we had a classic comeback win right there for the Baltimore Ravens as they got a win over the Indianapolis Colts, 31-25. Another instance this week, folks, where a team had a significant lead and just laid down and choked. So congratulations to everybody out there getting your wins. Big key injuries after last week was tight end Max Williams of the cards, his knee. Wide receiver Sammy Watkins is out with a hamstring. Cornerback Trey Wayans with Cincy hamstring. Cornerback Denzel Ward, Browns neck. Uh, Greedy Williams, he's out with a shoulder for the Browns. Running back Ezekiel Elliott, he has a back injury. Uh, we have cornerback Jari Alexander, he's out for the Packers. Quarterback Jacoby Brisket. He's got a hamstring. I think it will be seeing Tua uh, Sunday morning there in London. Don't hold your breath. Uh, I'm not sure if that's going to change things, but we'll have to wait and see how that shakes out. Uh, also, quarterback Russell Williams, he's out, th- or excuse me, quarterback Russell Wilson out this week with a dislocated finger. Quarterback Daniel, William- uh, Daniel Jones, possible out this week with a concussion. 
And lastly, running back Sha uh, Shaquan Barkley out with an ankle. Let's just wait and see what all these injuries do this week. Going into week six, NFL style, some very key matchups on play. Like I said, get up early Sunday if you want football, folks. It'll be on bright and early from London as the Miami Dolphins will be taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars, possibly the battle of the two worst teams so far this year. I hate to say that so bad as I'm a huge Dolphins fan, but we'll have to wait and see if things turn around. Now let's go from the football fields to the track and talk some racing. Starting on off with some NASCAR as the new age and the old age, well, they're still at it. That's right, folks. The rivalry between Kevin Harvick and Chase Elliott carrying over to last week, which we all knew was a elimination race there at the Roval in Charlotte. And drama set in right off the bat as uh, we know Christopher Bell, Alex Bowman, William Byron and Kevin Harvick himself were the four on the bottom. And uh, it happened to be, they happened to be the four that got eliminated. But during the race, the story was Harvick getting to the back bumper of the number nine machine, sending him around, backing the nine machine into the wall, destroying the rear or the left rear of the car. But that did not put any damper on the nine day as the nine pit crew put that car back out on track. He got back on the lead lap, got back around to get behind Kevin Harvick, and the old classic mirror racing driving was in play as Kevin Harvick actually wrecked himself mirror racing, worried about the nine machine, spinning him out for payback from earlier. Well, when it was all said and done, unfortunately for the road course master, Chase Elliott, he did not get the win, but he did finish, I think, a reasonable 12th. And, and advances himself into the, the uh, round of eight. But Kevin Harvick, William Byron, Alex Bowman, and Chase Bell were eliminated. And the number five machine of Kyle Larson getting another win this year there at the Char Charlotte Roble. We'll keep our eyes on them. As I said, the round of eight starts this weekend right there in Texas. And then it carries on to Kansas next week and wraps up in Martinsville before the final there in Phoenix. So, folks, get your picks in. It's getting close. We're wrapping up the racing season. I hate to say that. I really do. But uh, we'll keep you updated right here on the E's and B's next week on all the winners and losers right there in NASCAR. Let's switch over to the short track, of course, across the nation. As we spoke last weekend, most places shutting down for the season or demolition derbies and the fun races kicking in. Here at the end of the season, let's talk about a fun race that went down at my home track there in Indiana. That's right, at the Anderson Speedway last weekend. They had the first annual Ford Crown Vic Triathlon. And uh, boy, oh boy, it was a nice field. They gave them 30 laps the right way, 30 laps the wrong way, and 30 laps through the eight. In the end, the number 248 machine of Randy Hoppus got the win. Um, there was a discrepancy, of course. Uh, this was not known until Monday that he got the win. Um, it was noted Saturday night into Sunday that the 19 machine of Elliott McKinney was the winner. But when they went back and reviewed the points, Randy Hoppus by one point. So congratulations to him on the first annual triathlon crown Vic race there at Anderson Speedway. I do want to give a special shout out to my brother, uh, running the first time ever triathlon there uh, in the Crown Vic. He finished a solid seventh. So congratulations to everybody there on a solid season at the Anderson Speedway and a solid last weekend. Um, of course, as we all know, we're going to be carrying on over into the big weekend everybody talks about all year long. That's Winchester Speedway, the Winchester 400 going down this Saturday. That's right. We'll be finding out who's going to be taking home the CRA championships between the sportsmen, the late models, and the street stocks, plus who's going to take home the big trophy for the 400. We'll keep you updated with all the winners and all the losers. We'll be cheering on our boy, the number 84 machine of Andrew TP, the new father. Congratulations there, buddy. Next week, or next week right here on the E's and B's, so stay tuned for all those winners and losers right here. Lastly, we'll move right on over to the CNS. That's right, Colorado National Speedway. Last weekend, we had the Take 5 Oil Challenge Championship night going down. 
Let's start it on off with the figure eights. And boy, oh boy, what a night for wall-to-wall -wall racing. Congratulations to all three of the Wall brothers, Jared, Jeremy, and Jason Wall. What an excellent, solid season these fellas put on out there at the Colorado National Speedway. But this last Saturday night in the figure eights, it was Jeremy Wall winning both features and the championship. And then we'll switch right on over to the Super Stocks where Jeremy Wall continued the fame. That's right, folks, with the fast time of 19.274. And then he turned around and backed it up and cleaned house, sweeping winning feature one and feature two of the Super Stocks. So congratulations to Jeremy Wall, one of the baddest drivers out there at Colorado National Speedway. Unfortunately for him, though, he did not win the Super Stock Points Championships. On that note, we want to give a congratulations to the number 49 machine, one of our homeboys. That's right, Chris Cox, your 2021 Super Stocks champion. Congratulations, my man. Uh, we're going to have to get him on here very, very soon and let, uh, find out how that season went, his thoughts on that, and maybe see what he's got in store for us next year. So once again, congratulations there to Chris Cox, the Super Stocks champions. Lastly, let's move it over to the Super Late Models last Saturday night. The number 87 machine of Tim Trostel gets the fast time with a 15 603 he also picked up feature one, but feature two went to the number 11 machine of Darren Robinson. Man, man, that guy has been tearing it up all year long, but the season championship going to the number 32 machine of Brett Yaki. Congratulations to all the champions out there, especially the Hilton Racing Sisters. That's right. We'll be back in touch with them in the offseason and all the drivers there at Colorado National Speedway. So make sure you stay tuned to the E's and B's as we'll be having some of them drivers on in the offseason, seeing what they got up their sleeve for 2022. Well, let's move right on into the last thing I got here on the sunny side up. It's MPK. That's right. Street Outlaws going down last weekend there at Oklahoma. The home race for all the 405 drivers. And with only three seat or with only three races left, the top five. Need to act now, and boy, oh boy, last weekend they had a chance, but it did not happen as the hometown hero, Ryan Martin, knocking everybody off and getting his third No Prep Kings win of the year, collecting that $40,000 and putting himself 40 points ahead of the field, moving into tonight, right there in Texas, Enos, Texas. Race 13 going down, folks. Like I said, only three races left. I don't know if you checked it out starting this last Monday. They went on Discovery. Uh, the season has started for the TV show. So they did two nights of that. Make sure you guys go back check that out. Also, once they get to the Bandemir uh, race, make sure you guys get that a, a watch as well as myself. Should be in that episode somewhere throughout that, that scene or throughout that uh, show. So... We'll be keeping an eye on this weekend right there in Enos, letting you know how the top five shake out as the next week they'll be moving over to Louisiana and then, of course, wrapping it up right there at Bradenton in Florida. So I cannot wait. Once again, another racing season very, very close to the end. But we'll keep you updated and see if anybody's got anything for old Fireball Ryan Martin. Well, with that, that's all I got right here on the sunny side up. Stay tuned. Coming up next... We're going to bring back a couple old favorites. That's right. We're going to get to the meat segment. Bring them back. It's opening season. NHL, NBA talk. You're listening to the E's and B's podcast. Take a hit from Turner. Down to 15 seconds. Back into the corner to the right. A vessel 
have it. Welcome to the meat statement here on the E's and B's. This week, folks, we're diving into what just started. That's right, back on the pond. Tuesday night, this past Tuesday, NHL back in store. The season's underway. And, of course, next week on Tuesday, we got NBA back on the court. So back in the pond, back on the court. Let's dive into it right here on the E's and B's meat segment this week. Like I said, or like you heard right there, last year's winner, the Tampa Bay Lightning, of course, coming off of back-to-back championships this year. The odds-on favorite, in my opinion, to go right back to the Stanley Cup. Uh, I know a lot of the the sports outlets out there do have the Avs favored. Uh, we'll have to wait and see how things shake out. Of course, starting this last week, we already know the Landeskog for the Avs. The first player in the 2021-22 season to be suspended as uh, he laid a hit there game one against the Blackhawks opening night on TNT. And man, oh man, it just wasn't right. It's a little early for that in my opinion, but the NHL, well, they put a statement out right away. They're not having it and uh, gave him a two-game suspension right out the gate. So definitely keep your eyes peeled this season on how closely the NHL play this little hit and fine and suspension rule you know i think they're going to be a little bit tighter than they were in years past this year on that rule and we'll definitely we'll find out real soon how how tight it's going to be obviously like i said you know they're throwing the foot down right away with the the avalanche and landeskog but in my opinion you know that was deserved there's no place for that another cool thing to talk about this you know in this Coming off this COVID era, you know, it was a shorter season last year. Will that be a difference maker in any of the teams going forward here in this season? You know, is that an advantage? Also, folks, let's not forget the NHL welcomes in a new franchise. That's right. Seattle now has a hockey team. So that also comes to play. I want to know what you guys think out there in E's and B's land. What's your picks for the 2021 22 NHL hockey season, who do you think is going to be in the Final Four, and who do you think is going to be in the Stanley Cup? I'll tell you what, I'm going to go ahead and give you my Final Four picks right here on the E's and B's, and these are just predictions, folks, in my opinion, and my opinion only, but I think when it all boils down this year, and we head into the NHL playoffs, the four teams to be looking out for, in my opinion, will be the Colorado Avalanche, the Las Vegas Knights, the Tampa Bay Lightning, and the one I'm going to throw in there as a swerve will be the Pittsburgh Penguins, as I think they're going to get things back together there on the ice in Pittsburgh and be a solid team to deal with all year long. Like I said, we'd like to hear what your guys' thoughts are. We don't touch a lot here on the E's and B's on hockey, but we would love to have an analyst or any hockey player out there. So if you're listening to the E's and B's right now, and you're a hockey player, whether it's semi-professional, professional, or anything played in the day, please get at us at podcast at gmail.com, and we'll get you on this show this season to talk some NHL hockey right here on the E's and B's. Let's switch from the pond to the court. That's right. Starting next Tuesday, folks, NBA basketball back in action. That's right. Only four days till hoops. And boy, oh boy, what a hot topic it's been all over the social media and all over the cable networks as, well, as we couldn't just get away from the vaccine thing, it's still lingering as there's an issue going there in the NBA, and we all know what it is. It's Kyrie Irving, um, obviously now the new face of, you know, the people against the vaccine um, as he refuses to get the vaccine, and now... The Brooklyn Nets and the NBA have put their foot down. He will not be playing basketball with the Nets, and he will not be practicing with the Nets until he gets this vaccination. Um, You know, I'm not going against Kyrie Irving. You know, every person out there has their own decisions on what they do or don't put in their bodies. I totally get that. But what I don't get is if you love the sport this much and you love your elders, why don't you go get the measly shot? It's not that much. It's not going to hurt, you know, and nobody's died from it yet. So, uh, you know, I obviously where there's fire, there's smoke, and there's been a lot of fire and a lot of smoke with Kyrie Irving. 
And I think, honestly, in my opinion, he loves this stuff. He wants the spotlight on him. He's been like this for a while now. He's been looking for a topic year in, year out to bring that spotlight on him, whether it's he can't play with you, he doesn't want to play there, or now he don't want to get the vaccine. That's just my opinion. It's a black eye. I'm glad the NBA is taking a stand along with the Brooklyn Nets and saying, hey, you know, we get your beliefs, we, we respect your thoughts and stuff, but this is how it is. It's black or white, no different. And I think that's how it should be for every single player, and that's how it should be going forward. So congratulations to the NBA for putting their foot down and the, the Brooklyn Nets and saying, hey, either it's yes or no, no maybes, and that's where it's going to stand. So we'll definitely be touching on this going forward as I don't think this is anywhere close to being over, unfortunately. Um, but the key situation that we are talking about right here, folks, is like I said, starting on the 19th, the ball hits the court and we got action. Now there will be some new faces in new places and I got a whole list right here. So let's talk about that. How about this? We got Dean from the, going to the Hawks from the Grizz. We got Dennis Schroeder going from the Lakers to the Celtics. Al Holford making a return to the Celtics from OKC. Josh Richardson, Josh Richardson to the Celtics from the Mavs. Patty Mills from the Spurs to the Nets. Paul Millsap to the Nets from the free agency. Mason Plumley from Detroit to the Hornets. Laurent, Lonzo Ball and uh, DeMar DeRozan both to the Bulls. That should be pretty solid. Derek Jones as well to the Bulls from Portland. Ricky Rubio uh, coming from Minnesota to Cleveland. Denzel Valentin's coming from the Bulls to Cleveland. Jeff Green to our Denver Nuggets in free agency. Andre Iguodala going back to the Warriors. Eric Bledsoe back to the Clippers. Justice Will Winslow to the Clippers. Russell Wilson, Russell Westbrook and Carmelo Anthony, of course, one of the bigger stories this uh, offseason. They are now Lakers. DeAndre Jordan as well is a Laker. Steven Adams is a Memphis Grizzly coming from New Orleans. Kyle Lowry, now a Heat. Uh, P.J. Tucker as well joining him there at Heat, along with one of the Morris brothers. Grayson Allen going to the Bucks. Rodney Hood as well to the Bucks. Patrick Beverly, well, after three different trades, he now lands in Minnesota. Kimbo Walker will be playing for the Knicks, coming from Oklahoma City. Robin, Will Robin Lopez, now in Orlando. Andre Drummond, now at the 76ers. JaVel McGee, now in the Suns. Shamit, now with the Suns as well. Tristan Thompson, now with the Kings. Zach Collins and Doug McDermott, now with the Spurs. Drockett, now with Toronto. Rudy Gay with the Jazz. And that's all the moves this season that you should know about, folks. Like I said, a long, long laundry list of new faces and new places. Um, I, it's going to be a very interesting season in the NBA, as of course, as you know, as the NHL, the NBA coming off of a shortened season, a shortened turnaround. Um, we'll have to wait and see how the injuries plague. As we know, LeBron James will be playing that crybaby injury deal right off the gate, so we'll keep an eye on that. But he shouldn't be crying too much this season as he's got plenty of Arsenal backup. Hell, he's got an all-star team, folks. And i got to say this, if the Lakers do not win the championship this year, it would be awesome because there's no doubt in my mind they shouldn't not go to the NBA Finals with the stacked lineup they have there now in Los Angeles. So it's unfortunate, really, to be honest. But we'll have to wait and see. Hopefully everybody plays them a lot harder just because they do have the all-star team now. I mean, let's face it. Come on. Carmelo Anthony, Russell Westbrook, Davis, LeBron James, DeAndre Jordan. Come. That's a starting. That's that at one point. Might have been a starting lineup for an all-star game. Ridiculous, folks. Ridiculous. But right here on the E's and B's, we're going to make an NBA Finals prediction. I'm going to say it's going to be the Lakers in the West, unfortunately. But they're going to be having to knock off the returning champions and the Milwaukee Bucks. As I think they upgraded there in Milwaukee as well. Just not sure if they upgraded enough to hold off someone like the Lakers. Uh, we also know Brooklyn will be a strong out there in the East, along with a few others. Definitely going to keep our eyes on this season. It's going to be very interesting with all the new faces, new places, as I did say. 
For that, folks, that's all I got this week on the meet, keeping you short and sweet. That's right. We're going to get you right to the scramble coming up next and talk everybody's favorite. That's right. Some wrestling. You're listening to the E's and B's podcast. tonight and of course the talk all week long the back and forth between Tony Khan and the extended 30 minutes tonight that Smackdown Smackdown will be going over their normal time which obviously is going to cross over into AEW Rampage and the reason why it's being such a big issue of course this week there was no dynamite on Wednesday night due to the NHL kicking off the season so obviously Dynamite moved to Saturday night, so Friday is the first live show of the week for AEW, and now, you know, the WWE stepping on their toes a little there, crossing over for those 30 minutes, but I can't blame them as tonight on the SmackDown, here's what they got going on, they got the King of the Rings semi-final match between Finn Balor and Sami Zayn, that should be a banger, both men can really, really go, also, they're gonna have Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks tangle, as we all know, them two plus Bianca Belair will be in a triple threat match at Crown Jewel coming up very, very soon. And then they also are going to have Carmella versus Zelina Vega in the Queen of the Rings semifinal match. And the big, big announcement, Brock Lesnar in the house. I'm not sure if he's going to be wrestling or if he's just going to be talking. But of course, they're going to keep you on your toes. So make sure you guys check that out going down tonight. Smackdown. Folks, it's heating up. We're in the heat of it, the thick of it, as Crown Jewel's next for WWE. And, of course, right after that, right into Survivor Series. And then, of course, we fall right into the Royal Rumble season. So, cannot wait. We're going to keep you updated on all the cool things. We're also going to be diving a lot more into wrestling starting next week. As I got something very special to tell you here at the end of the, sh- at the, end of the episode here today. But stay tuned for all the WWE news right here on the E's and B's. Let's switch over, like I said, to the AEW. Obviously, Dynamite pushed back to Saturday. Obviously, going down tonight, though. Friday night, Rampage. And let me tell you, the ratings are going to matter, like I said, tonight. So we're going to have to wait and see what kind of show we got in store there on Rampage. It was noted this week that there's going to be a special match there on AEW's YouTube page prior to Rampage tonight between Daniel, actually between Brian Danielson and Suzuki. So very, very interesting. That's kind of a stab in my opinion as well. Back at WWE, like, hey, if you're going to cross over my 30 minutes, I'm going to put one of your ex-best wrestlers on YouTube and still all your fans. Plus, it's to be noted, folks, WWE is not on regular Fox tonight. They'll be on Fox Sports 1 due to the fact of uh, MLB baseball. So very, very interesting. We'll have to wait and see how the numbers shake down next week between the two shows, head-to-head, and then, of course, how things shake out tomorrow for Dynamite. As we know, Saturdays are a very, very tough day to pull in a wrestling audience on national TV Keeping things in the wrestling world, let's talk about something that happened last week and that's still going on. Big, big news in the wrestling world. That's right, the hardcore, the hardcore world last weekend. The GCW faithful got a show as the hardcore champion, John Moxley, took on their hardcore champion, Nick Gage. 
right there in front of a sold-out crowd. And man, oh man, what a bloodbath of a match it was. At one point, I'm pretty sure Moxley had a hole in his back from a piece of glass. Very disturbing looking. I'm not sure how Renee puts up with that. I know she talked a little bit about it on Busted Open this past week. Um, you know, she said this is part of it. But what a display they put on there just last weekend. And now announced, folks, at that pay-per-view, another special GCW pay-per-view going down. And it's going to be a three-way. That's right, for the world title. None other than Nick Gage going against Matt Cordona and the champion John Moxley. Boy, oh boy, I think they've got gold going on there at GCW as Mick Foley was in attendance as well last weekend along with Thunder Rosa. Um, this guy there, he, he struck gold with this uh, Dark Side of the Ring episode. And boy, oh boy, a year later, he's living on top of the indie wrestling world, in my opinion, or at least the hardcore indie wrestling world. So make sure you guys go check that out. Last thing I want to remind all you wrestling fans out there, make sure you support all your local indie wrestling companies as, man, they've got to start somewhere, folks. They just don't go right into the bigs from the from the school. You go to the indies, then to the big leagues. So make sure you guys are supporting all your indie wrestling companies out there. And make sure you're staying tuned for the best wrestling on Twitch coming up just in a couple weeks, folks. It's Shocktober time. That's right. Rocky Mountain Pro's Shocktober. Two weeks away, folks. You don't want to miss out. Coming up next week, right here on the E's and B's, we're going to have the number one challenger for the Rocky Mountain Pro Heavyweight Championship. That's right. The number one challenger, Balaam. Right here, our guest on the E's and B's. Next week, we're going to talk about him going up against an E's and B's veteran. Someone that we're very, very familiar with right here, fans. That's right, the champion himself, Dustin Urich. We'll be having him on the week after, so stay tuned. Back-to-back weeks, Rocky Mountain Pro Wrestlers right here on the E's and B's as we're getting into wrestling season here on the podcast. I cannot wait as things and weather change. So does our locations and what we focus on as uh, we'll be jumping into a lot more wrestling, of course, hockey, basketball going forward, along with the football. That's all I got here on the Scramble this week. Stay tuned. We're going to wrap things up. I'm going to drag her in here. We're going to get your stats, and we're going to rip your city. Stay tuned. The Toast coming up next. You're listening to the E's and B's Podcast. Fans, it's everybody's favorite part of the show. Get out your jams, your jellies, your cinnamon, your sugar, your butter. It's time to spread it. It's the toast. I'd like to welcome back the statistician, the glue, my tag team partner, the person that holds it all together. That's right, the lovely Miss LB. Yay. Happy Friday. Welcome on back, babe. How are we doing today? been a long week. It's cold it's been a busy, week. Yeah, it's been a week. wild, busy, cold, busy. crazy week. Whether yeah. it was sports or weather, it's been yeah. one, that's for sure. Yes, well, let's get right to it here on the toast and get to those shout-outs. I want to give a special shout-out to Chris Cox. Congratulations, champ, on that great, great season there at Colorado National Speedway. Also, I want to give a big shout-out to Jeremy Wall, the wall-to-wall racing, and the champion now of the figure eight series also shout out to no prep felons and bob shout out to no prep fam steve shout out to scott taylor motorsports shout out to rocky mountain pro shout out to yaden shout out to dustin balaam lilith bruce jumbo shout out to ovw shout out to lee out loud shout out to winnipegger shout out to src garage shout out to my boy ty shout out to brian shout out to my boy neil shout out to my friend tony and shout out to all my peeps the Green Solution. Check out The Green Solution, 810 North College Road here in Fort Collins for all your cannabis needs. That's The Green Solution. What up, Leo? Also, folks, coming up next week, like I talked about, Balaam Linux right back here for his second appearance on the E's and B's podcast. But this time, folks, we're not going to be getting his life story in, in the wrestling world. We're going to be talking about what's at stake, folks. It is 
the championship match going down at Shocktober. And on top of that, don't forget, the following week, right back here on the E's and B's, we're going to have the champion. That's right, the E's and B's veteran, Dustin Urich. So back-to-back weeks, Rocky Mountain Pro Wrestlers, so do not miss out. Also, folks, make sure you guys go to our easeandbees.org page. Click on the T public link. It'll lead you to our merch spot. There's a special going on this weekend. That's right, a 35% sale going down till Sunday. You can get one of our T-shirts right now for $14. I mean, you can't beat that. Really? A slick T-shirt for $14. Plus, folks, two new designs there at the merch store. Lauren and I have been working very hard on some new stuff. We're also open to any ideas, so if you got any, make sure you guys check us out or give us a holler and give us those ideas. But make sure you check us out. T Public E's and B's merch store right there. Give yeah. us a follow. Help us out. Help us Buy out. some of them shirts, yep. hoodies, whatever you need. You can also help us out by going to Apple Podcasts and clicking those five stars. Leave us a comment. Just tell us when your birthday is. Doesn't matter what you say. Five stars. Comment. Help us in the business world. That's right. And YouTube. Yeah, go to our YouTube page. Give us a follow. If you're not subscribed already, go do it. Yeah. It's nothing. Costs nothing. We're not looking for any money. We're just looking for some subscribers to build our name. Yep. Heck, it, I put a 27-second video out, Lauren, last week. And within 24 hours, we had 1,300 hits on it. So, I mean, all I need it's is just more subscribers. That's all I need to get noticed a little bit more. And it's you guys out there that are going to be the ones to help us out. So, make sure you go to the YouTube page. Like, share, subscribe, hey, pass the gravy, spread the butter, tell a friend, tell a fan member, tell someone about the best breakfast wrestling and sports podcast on your Fridays. All right, with that, Lauren, let's get into this day in sports, 1973. In Game 2 of the World Series, the Mets score four runs in the top of the 12th wow. and down the Athletics 10-7 to at Oakland County Coliseum. A pair of two-out errors by Oakland second baseman Mike Andrews extends the rally. The following day, A's owner Charlie Finley tries to place Andrews on the disabled list. Commissioner Bowie Kuhn orders that Andrews be reinstated. Andrews received a standing ovation when he, pitch hit, when he pinch hits in Game 4 at Shea Stadium in New York. He grounds out in what proves to be his last Major League appearance. And that is this day in sports. wasn't quite sure where you were going to go with that one. <laughs> yeah, so basically, like, he messed up, and the owner pretty much was trying to get rid of him. And uh, the commissioner was like, we're not having it. Yeah. Reinstate that fool, and he must play. And uh, obviously the fans were there for him. Yeah, that took a turn. Yeah, definitely. Well, with that, Lauren, let's switch it on over to you. That's all I got, and let's get those red yours. All right. First, we're going to go over this day in National History Day, I guess is what I'll call it. First off, um, we're just going to real quick touch on the month a couple weeks late. Um, But it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So make sure, you know, you and all your sister, your mom, your friends, all the females out there, make sure you're staying on top of that. Um. Along with the mental uh, mental health awareness month as well, make sure you guys we do have the hotline number still attached there yeah. at the easeandbees.org. If you guys have any issues, let us know. But it is there for you if you need it. Along with uh, intimate partner relationship, violence absolutely. As well, we have hotline numbers there, and also um, we will be giving out I think uh, Colorado crisis numbers as well anybody in Colorado who just needs those right now it's a really tough time so going on with that today Friday October 15th happens to be bosses day that's right that's right what'd you get me babe um are you my boss I don't know about that, or am I your boss? Okay, we'll discuss that later. Keep it moving, keep it moving. Cheese curd day. That's what I got you, a cheese curd. Uh, Grouch day. Mm, There you are. I love Lucy day. And pregnancy and infant loss awareness 
Wow. That's very important. Uh, tomorrow, the 16th of October, Department Store Day, which those are kind of fading. Um, Dictionary Day, Sports Day. Yeah! And Sweetest Day. Uh-huh. Uh, Sunday, the 17th of October, happens to be Edge Day. Um, hey, Edge. I guess. Yeah, uh, Mulligan Day. And my favorite, pasta. Pasta so day. get your pasta on awesome. Sunday. Awesome. Maybe for your boss. Let's get to it and rip your city. Top 10 cities this week are number 10, Washington, Virginia. Washington. Number 9, Bennett, Colorado. Welcome to the top 10, Bennett, Colorado. Yeah. Thank you so much for all of us. Yep. Number 8, Birmingham, Alabama. Alabama. Number 7, Phoenix, Arizona. Ooh, thank you, Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah, 6, Tulare, California. Let's go. Is Frankfurt, Germany. Germany. Number four, San Jose, California. Three is Denver, Colorado. Denver. Uh, number two and new to the top ten, Zionsville, Indiana. Nice. Welcome to the top ten, Zionsville. Probably got a few friends out there. Thank you guys all for all the love. Number one. And for the new number one this week, right? Our backyard, right here in Fort Collins, guys. Thank you so much for all the love. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe, pass the gravy, spread the butter, help us out there at T Public, buy some t shirts, share all of our stuff at easeandbees.org. And of course, Lauren, until next week, you know the drill. Make sure you eat your.